My dad immigrated from Taiwan. Mom immigrated from the Philippines. Both of my parents are from Hungary, Durango, Mexico. Philippines, Trinidad and Tobago. My mom immigrated to the United States in the late 70s from Pakistan. My dad came by himself to the U.S. His entire family to this day still lives in Denmark. My dad grew up in communist Hungary and he came to America for a better life. My parents' American dream was that their daughters would grow up to be amazing people. They really looked out for our generation, the, these first gens. Um, because we have it so easy. Um, I remember coming home and my parents would be working until like 3 a.m. Um, trying to figure out how they can afford putting us to private school and giving us the best education. Live a good life, uh, a long and prosperous life is what my parents would say. So. <laughs> I might define the American dream slightly differently than some other people. To me, the American dream is the rights to life, liberty, and property. The American dream, I think, is just all about opportunity. I think it's the chance. The American dream is definitely something that's in your control and something that's totally out of your control. So it's all about just circumstance and hard work and determination. And I think the ability to do what you want is really a huge part of the American dream. And so in that sense, I think I am living the American dream right now. For me, I feel like I'll achieve the American dream once I can take care of my parents, um, once I can buy them an expensive home, uh, my mom doesn't even drive, but she wants a Lexus. And once I can get her that, I feel like I've done my job. The American dream doesn't just stop with them. I think that I'm continuing it for them. And then when I have kids, that will still continue. Welcome to Man About Knowledge. My name is Arnulfo Diaz Jr. And today I'm going to be talking about immigration. But more specifically, my family's immigration. Like the people in the video clip that you just heard, I am of the first generation. And by that I mean I'm part of the first children born to immigrants that have come to this country. My father came here from Mexico and my mother came here from El Salvador. Both of them came here for completely different circumstances. My father came here to find better opportunity. My mother came here to escape a civil war. Both of these people left the only lives that they knew and found the courage to make a long, difficult journey. I don't think that I could know that drive because I am from here, the United States of America. I've never lived a life that even looks like theirs. The world we have around us is so filled with abundance and prosperity. I know now that I have taken it for granted. Most of my family is still living in the third world, where my parents are from. I have visited my relatives in these countries. I have seen what their lives look like compared to mine. Some of them live with water that only runs two times a day. Most of them have homes that don't have floors. In my visits, one thing was always very clear to me. They live a place that is so devoid of opportunity, they don't dream. The idea of going to college and climbing a socioeconomic ladder 
does not even occur to them. This is the biggest aspect of their lives that I couldn't understand. Here in this country, at a young age, you were always asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? And we are always held to the standard of higher education. But not them. The biggest thing they worry about, or the biggest thing they want out of life, is to have a family and to be able to provide. Basic. Simple. Things like nourishment and a home. Seeing the lives that they lead and in the condition that they live in it, I grew to understand their mindset. They don't dream bigger because it is almost impossible to reach any higher. They simply don't have the opportunity. They are more worried about just surviving than moving up any ladder. That, for them, is more than just difficult. It is quite, almost, and completely impossible. No matter how many trips to Mexican beaches you take, you could never truly see the inherent lack of prosperity. Unless, like me, you have a real interest in the people. When it became clear that my relatives lived in a place almost void of any opportunity, I began to see how much we have here and how much we take for granted. How much I took for granted. Like, I am proud to be an American. I believe that this is the greatest country on earth. And that belief completely comes from the power of of the opportunity that surrounds us in this country. Opportunity is around us so much that sometimes we don't see it. And there are many people who even say that the American dream is dead. I think this is the best example of Americans not having a greater worldview. I do not blame anyone for not understanding what they don't have. But I do take issue with people that spread a false premise. The driving force for immigrants to come to this land since the beginning of the American experiment has always been life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the reason those things are possible here is because of the utter abundance of opportunity. And for me, to go to a place where opportunity was almost completely taken away from the people was the only time that I could truly see how much opportunity we have in this country. So today, I'm going to deliver to you the stories of my parents. I want to honor them by giving you, my listeners, the example and the reasons why they wanted to come here. Because a lot of us, especially me, since I was born here, I've never really truly understood 
truly how much better this country is than theirs. And the best way for anyone to be able to understand the living situations of other people in other countries is to, at the very least, listen to their stories from where they came from. As their son, I cannot thank my parents enough for allowing me to be born here in this country. My life is completely and almost unrecognizable to the life I could be living. I've seen where my parents are from, and it is so far removed from what we have here, the differences are utterly shocking. Their stories are the American story. It is history that those that came here at the beginning of the American experiment came here because they wanted to escape prosecution and to find opportunity. And these are the two circumstances that drove my parents to come here. My mother came here because of civil conflict in her country. El Salvador is a nation that has been riddled with war in the most recent past. Tensions between the poverty-stricken and the rich government caused, caused a separatist movement that created militias who coined themselves fighters for the poor against the military, which were the fighters of the rich. This conflict was so vast that its violence affected almost every living person in that country. My mother lived in San Miguel, which is about a two hours drive away from the capital of El Salvador, San Salvador. She lived a few miles outside of the city in a village consisting of dirt roads that were dug into the ground about five feet deep. This was to help from water pouring down from a vast volcano. She grew up on what was basically a dirt patch that her father worked very hard to buy for his family. Him and my mother's family still live on that dirt patch to this day. This small dirt patch was close enough to the city to where they could get supplies from the city, but it would always take a day's journey. And at the time my mother was a child, they didn't have power. They didn't have running water. But my grandfather did build them a home. Now, this home was only a 10 by 10 brick room that had a dirt floor. And on the land, they would plant vegetables and fruits and raise chickens. They still do all of this to this day. Her life was pretty simple. And they were happy as anyone could be living in these situations. When the war really came to its peak, my mother was 15, and it became hard to ignore the fighting. And even as they would sleep through the night, they would hear gunfire and many yelling. Her life was filled with war happening all around her. The rebels would go into the villages and recruit young people into their ranks. My mother had many friends and families that were lost to the fighting. And the fear of losing her own life caused her to 
make the very hard decision of leaving her home much easier. My mother's sister, my aunt, had already made the journey from El Salvador to America. So she actually gave my mother the instructions of how to actually make the journey across three countries and over 2,000 miles. So, wanting to escape the war-torn country that she had called her home once, and living a life free of conflict, my mother made that journey. She didn't make it alone. She had friends. They crossed the borders by feet and in vehicles and all along the way, trying to survive. They made it across the border. Now, when my mother came here, she didn't know anyone. She didn't know the language, so she stuck with her people. Eventually, she was riding in a, a vehicle down some street in rural Texas that was stopped and she was taken into custody for a few days. Luckily, because she was from El Salvador, she was actually able to stay here under the pretense of being a refugee. She eventually made her way to Dallas where her sister was and there's where she met my father. My father's journey was a little different. He left from Mexico, specifically Durango, Mexico. He was one of ten children. He was the second oldest male. In Mexico, for the centuries long past that it has been around, for the, and Mexico for its entire history, has always been fraught with corruption and lawlessness that has kept the people from ever being able to climb any socioeconomic ladders. Essentially, many of the people in the country are, are just stuck. That's one of the biggest reasons many of them have a large families. Because in that society, it actually becomes important to have many children so that you will have many workers for both the farm or working in various places to help the family. My father was a young man wanting more wanting better opportunity. And he had known many people who had gone and made the journey across the border. So he asked all of his friends if they knew how to do it, and he saddled up and made the journey himself. He did not come here as a refugee like my mother. My father crossed the border illegally. My father was an illegal alien that came here. He and my mother are both citizens now. My mother became a citizen through the system that is put in place for those who were refugees. My father became a citizen because of Ronald Reagan. On November 6, 1986, Reagan signed the Immigration Control and Reform Act, which allowed undocumented immigrants to become citizens if they paid a fine and back taxes and admitted guilt. When he signed this document, he said, We have consistently supported a legalization program which is both generous to the alien and fair to the countless thousands of people throughout the world who seek legally to come to America. 
the legalization provisions in this act will go far to improve the lives of a class of individual who now must hide in the shadows without access to many of the benefits of a free and open society. Very soon, many of these men and women will be able to step into the sunlight and ultimately, if they choose, they may become Americans. And that is what my parents are. And because of them, that is what I am. We are American citizens, living with some of the most prosperous and rich societies on these two American continents. And because my family wanted me to see where I came from, I have been to Mexico over ten times to visit my family there, my father's family. They currently live in Cabo. Well, not Cabo, they actually live in uh, southern Baja, California, which is you fly into Cabo. And I go and see them at least once every couple of years. And I only just recently visited my mother's family in El Salvador just this last year. And things that I am able to do simply because the opportunities here are monumental. Here, it, as long as you are willing to work, you can truly do anything. And even if you don't get the thing that you wanted, as long as you work, you will have running water. You will have electricity that lasts all day. You will have floors. You will have walls and windows and air conditioning. And a vehicle. These may not feel like big things to any American that has lived here their whole lives. But take away one, two, even three of those things. And you will be living the life that much of my family is still living to this day. This is the greatest country, maybe not in the world, but at the very least, on this continent. And for that, I am grateful. I don't... I'm not saying all of this to sway anyone's opinions politically. All that I want to do, all that I really want to do, is paint a picture of the lives of people who fight and work tremendously hard to come here. Because that's why I'm here. I hope that at the very least, if you're listening to this, you will take a moment to be thankful for what you have. Because what you have is not usual. What you have is a gift. And that is what we as Americans should truly feel about this country. It is the greatest gift that my parents gave me 
and I am thankful for them, for having the courage and the strength to allow me to be born here. Thank you.